everyone. Welcome to the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Joining me today is the CEO of ShareScripts, Frank Harvey. Frank, how are you today? Hey, Jared. Great to be with you today. Really appreciate you having me on. Yeah, I'm excited to chat. Let's dive right in. Tell the audience a little bit about you. Uh, well, you know, it's pretty simple. 40 years in healthcare, my entire professional career. Started out as a small town pharmacist in, uh, in Lynchburg, Virginia. And, you know, I've been all over, whether it's uh, life sciences, the, you know, uh, pharmacy, uh, diabetic supplies, Marixa company that was focused on medication therapy management and running my own venture capital fund. And now I'm fortunate to be at SureScripts with a great team. And what was it about SureScripts that kind of led you to them? You know, I, I've always been impressed by the relationships that, that SureScripts builds. I mean, if you think about SureScripts, it's connected every year to 99% of the U.S. population, virtually every doctor, you know, every pharmacist, most health systems, you know, every PBM, um, you know, most health plans, uh, you know, so it, again, it's, it's ubiquitous across healthcare, over 22 billion transactions a year. So it's just an exciting platform that we can do so much more with than, than we've done in the past as well. Seems like such a, a very exciting opportunity that you, you couldn't turn down, right? Yeah. To be a part of that. Exactly. And let's, even though this is going to be very difficult, right? For someone not sure. to have heard of SureScripts, let's pretend there are some people listening right. that haven't. Uh, give us just a, a general overview of the company, where things are at today. I know you kind of gave us the, the, the highlights and the statistics, but, sure. um, you know, bare level. Overview. Yeah, let, let me let me boil it down. So say um, for, for a listener that maybe hasn't heard of SureScripts. So if you go to your, your physician and they send an electronic prescription over to your pharmacy, that generally goes across the SureScripts network. When your doctor has to look up your eligibility, whether you're eligible for, you know, what your health plan is and what your coverage is uh, for your medications, that type of thing, that goes across the SureScripts network. If you're admitted to a hospital and before they do any treatment, they want to look up and see your medication history. That's generally goes across the SureScripts network, pulling that information in. Or if doctors and pharmacists need to talk back and forth electronically with clinical direct messaging, you know, those messages go back and forth over the SureScripts network. So think of us as sort of the information highway, really empowering healthcare to, to, to interact, if you will. And Talk us through, although, you know, people can, can assume based sure. on what you said uh, in, these, in these previous two prompts, SureScript's role in helping the pharmacist fill care gaps. Okay. Uh, well, it's a couple of things. First of all, if you realize, the, and, I, and I forgot to say and I left out, every electronic health uh, information network we're connected to as well. So if you think about the need for pharmacists to, to fill the care gaps, it really starts with having the right clinical information to be able to understand what the the issues are with the patients, or to be able to communicate information back, like once they give an immunization, to be able to communicate that information back into the electronic health record. You know, so across our network, we sort of provide that technology and that, that sort of information highway to empower pharmacists to do that. If you look at sort of what's going on in the future, where we are right now with some of this healthcare deserts across the country, you know, there's a really, there's, there's a more severe problem coming coming because we've got the silver tsunami coming, right? 58 million people that are 65 and over today. By 2030, and that's just in the US, by 2030, there'll be 70 million people over the age of 65. And 65 is sort of a magic number. Once you hit 65, about 80% of those people have one chronic health condition. 
and about 65% of those patients have two chronic health conditions. So that's sort of what's coming, a big wave of new patients. At the same time, we're seeing a shortage of primary care physicians. So it's estimated by 2034, there'll be a shortage of almost 150,000 primary care physicians. And that's, you know, FPs, internists, nurse practitioners, uh, physicians assistants. And so you really need who is the healthcare provider that can step up and help provide some of that, you know, if you will, entry level of primary care. And that's where we really believe the pharmacists have the scope of training and the ability to step in that gap. I feel like I should have heard that term before. Silver tsunami. Is that what you called it? Silver tsunami. That's it. It's coming towards us. Wow. That is, uh, I don't, that is a, that is a great phrase though. Uh, (laughs) Well, if you think about it right now today, even in, you know, I'm in in South Florida where we've got a great healthcare systems. It still takes nine months to a year to get a, a primary care appointment. So even in these populated areas, in the rural areas, they're, they're sort of deserts out there where patients are having to drive, you know, 100 miles to see a physician. And even some of the urban areas where there's sort of these uh, healthcare deserts where either the health systems have moved out. Uh, Forrester estimates now in the rural areas over 35 percent of the health systems are in danger of going out of business in the next 12 months, creating even more issues for us. Jeez. Yeah, that'll, I mean, that'll be awful. Um, right. And- so obviously a big part in, in helping solve a lot of these issues, as right. always, is technology. Let's talk a little bit about how technology is empowering pharmacists right. to provide the best care that they possibly can. Sure. That, that, that's a, a great, uh, great topic to discuss. First of all, let me say it's, it's really it, it's a three-legged stool. It, it's going to require the technology, which we'll talk about a little bit. It really requires reimbursement structures as well because the health plans and CMS need to make sure that they're reimbursing pharmacy for these other activities like immunizations and chronic care management. And it also is going to take legislative action because it's state by state level where, you know, pharmacists are giving the ability to practice across the scope of their training. And so our part is the technology, making sure we fulfill that and have technology available. So when the pharmacist is working with a patient in one of these chronic care conditions, let's say insulin dose adjustments. They need to make sure they have the right clinical information in their hands about this patient to be able to make those decisions. And they don't have time to review a 300 page medical record, right? Or a medical chart. They need to have that boiled down into just summary paragraphs to let them know sort of what is the health state, what the medications patients are on, and sort of what's what's going on with their HbA1c levels. And so that's sort of the the type of thing that technology can do, provide the right information in the hands of the pharmacist or clinician to make the right care decision. And Frank, I wanted to make sure too, that while having you on, we we didn't skip past this, but you recently uh, made an acquisition, Active Radar, very, very recent, right? Uh, within the right. last couple yep, of weeks. Just two weeks ago. Talk talk us through the decision to, to make that acquisition and how this, this plays into uh, SureScript's greater strategy. You know, one of the things you need to make sure is when a physician is making clinical decisions on what medication to prescribe, they've got the right therapeutic alternatives there. Um, Active Radar has got a, a great technology to really help provide and a great PNT committee that helps boil down across all these therapeutic classes, the right medications and the right dosage, dosages that are therapeutically interchangeable. So the Active Radar really gives us an additional capability, whether it's part of our real-time prescription benefit product or whether it's just in general, uh, our work with health plans, helping provide a 
you know, a, a, a formulary list to allow them to utilize and to make as a part of their overall uh, plan design. So we felt like we looked at a number of uh, technologies and, and companies out there. We really believe Active Radar is the class act. Uh, and so, again, we thought it was the right acquisition for us, and we're really pleased. We've, uh, we've had the employees with us at our town hall uh, meeting last, uh, last week, and uh, I've had a chance to meet with the employees you know, over the, over the airwaves anyway, and it's uh, just a great group of folks, very capable, and I think there's a part of SureScripts that will enable them to do so much more because our reach is so broad across healthcare. And when you and I were chatting before, Frank, we were talking a little bit about the most recent health conference, and this is part, one of the, one of the reasons you like going to these events, sure. right, is to, to potentially run into or have meetings with these Absolutely. future acquisition targets? Yeah, we love the health conference. We had about 20 employees there. I think we had over 70 meetings during the, during the time period. And health has really created a, a great platform or a great event, both the Health Connect in the fall, as well as the primary health event that generally happens around April. Just a great event for us to get together, you know, meet with a lot of those companies that have new, new technologies that are coming along that might fit well with us. So rather than having to travel all over the country, all over the world a lot of times, because there are a lot of uh, uh, companies from outside of the U.S. that, that come and uh, display and, and have meetings there as well. So we, we really think health is a great venue for us, and uh, we've really enjoyed the meetings and the uh, the time we have at that conference. Yeah, it's it's definitely become the must. You really must attend it, yeah, uh, or, or you'll uh, or out of fear that you'll <laughs> you'll you'll miss those relationship building moments. Well, it's uh, you know we think that the folks that have founded and, and run health just do a great job at the conference. It's it's easy to meet with people. They set the the way they set the exhibit hall up so that the speaking and uh, you know, sort of auditoriums are all around and integrated inside of the uh, the exhibition floor is really great. And so it allows you to maybe skip over if some of my folks had booth duty to go over and catch a, uh, a presentation or whatnot, get back to the booth. Uh, and it's generally at really great places. So we, uh, we always enjoy, uh, enjoy that conference. Yeah, I had a, I had a really good time this year, met a lot of great people. I, I think, you know, we share a, a, a common understanding of it wasn't, right. you know, maybe the, the, it wasn't like last year in terms of the right. venue. Right? right. I, I always, I always feel like you have to find something. Everyone always just says the good things. If this is the worst thing, they're doing something right. Yeah, you're, uh, you're exactly right. Listen, I think having the conference center, you know, separate from the hotel. And I think they're going back to that next year, which will be, you know, just the transportation back and forth. And, you know, it wasn't a difficult walk. It was just a walk in 104 degree temperature, which, you know, by the time you got to your meeting, you were, uh, it's a dry heat though. So, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was just that it was the, my, I don't know about you, but my lips were as chapped as they've ever been oh. with that like desert air. Yeah, uh, it was it was pretty rough. Um, and the sun was very I mean, we're obviously being in Florida. We're used right. to the sun, but it was it was tough. But um, yeah, I lived in Scottsdale for four years in the past. and It's very similar to Scottsdale, that sort of high desert mountain air that's uh, very dry and just beautiful skies. You don't have a lot of cloud cover to uh, to block out the sun's rays for sure. Yeah, I mean, but again, if that's the worst thing that we can say, <laughs> they're 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 doing something right. But it is, it does look like it's going to be at the Venetian again, right. um, which I know a lot of companies like for the the after events and just the being able to bounce from. I mean, the only problem was last year I didn't go outside for 
three days, right? right? Uh, but it should be a good event uh, once again. Yeah. We've already booked our, our, our exhibit space. We're excited about it uh, at always. The team's always excited about it as well. Love it. Well, before we wrap up here, Frank, would love to hear what you can share in terms of what's next for SureScripts and what you're excited about moving forward. Well, if you think about our, our focus, or we, we're a mission-driven company focused on three things, continue to improve the quality of healthcare, to improve patient safety and reduce the cost of healthcare. So if you think of one of the drivers in that, it's all the administrative burden that's facing both, you know, pharmacists, physicians, nurses. And so our technology is continuing to evolve to, to take more and more of that administrative burden out. Just since, just in the last four years, the quality of the prescriptions, of e-prescriptions has improved by over 200%. So those are the type of things, thinking, wow, it's as good as it can get. No, we continue to tweak on that. There are things called rare SIGs, uh, and, and structured and codified SIGs, making them more consistent. So what comes across in the EHR to the pharmacy is as it should be and exact. Uh, so we continue to work and, in, and improve our technology there. The other thing I would say is, you know, through Tefka and uh, QHAN, we've, uh, uh, we've recently announced our acceptance as a, a qualified health information network under uh, Tefka and the work that Mickey Trapathy is doing there at ONC, which we think is tremendous. We're very excited about that and uh, look forward to our work. Uh, you know, if you think about it, we're already the largest interoperability company in healthcare with over 22 billion transactions a year. So it really made sense for us to participate with that. And, and Mickey's really done a great job creating excitement and enthusiasm across healthcare for, for the things that, that the QHENS and uh, TEPCO are going to deliver. Well, Frank, I'm excited to stay in touch with you and hopefully you run into each other at, at some of these upcoming events, but we'll have to have you come on in the near future and we can dig into some other topics as well. Yep. And again, just to clarify, our application to become a QN has been accepted. So we're, uh, we're very excited about about the, the future and the direction we're going there. And I really look forward to meet, to seeing you at future conferences. I know there are a lot of exciting ones coming up in the future, whether it's health or HEMS or, uh, you know, I'm not sure if you go to Health Evolution Summit or some of the others, but, it, but again, just great opportunities there and look forward to running into you. Absolutely. Thanks again for being a guest. Thanks, Jared. Take care. Have a great day. Yeah.